DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at Valley Ranch. The Dallas Cowboys select Byron Jones. And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, and Brian Broaddus. Well, it's 13 days until the NFL Draft takes place. Wow. It's amazing that uh, we started this journey yeah, what was the count on day one, the first show we yeah, did? Like the math is one, too much for my LSU brain. 120 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, uh, but we've uh, we've got to this point where we're two weeks away. Brian brought us along with Dane Brugler from CBS Sports and DallasCowboys.com. David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com. Kent Garrison, executive producer today. Gentlemen, as you know, I'm always just going to dive right into things. And well, we got we, some things to talk we about. We got about some things to talk about. First off, we surprised at the, uh, the way that the L.A. Rams were able to manipulate to get to the first overall pick in this draft. We knew if they were going to go up there, obviously from 15 to 1, which we've never seen before. We've never seen a team go from 15 up to 1. So we knew if it was going to happen, it was going to have to take a lot. And they sure gave up a lot. Yeah, and, and what Dane's talking about, a lot they did give up. They gave up pick overall pick first uh, their first round pick number 15 number their second round pick 43 second round pick 45 and third round pick 76 and then next year's one and three uh, for that right to draft uh, the first overall spot Tennessee flips the one overall as we've talked about number four the fourth round pick which is 113 and pick in the sixth round pick 177 we all sound very calm and collected right now because sounds fun what they just did well, didn't we, it we've had we've had 28 hours to digest this yeah. uh i yeah hell yeah i was surprised i was freaking out yesterday i that's how i woke up i i set yeah. my, my alarm's like 7:45 8 o'clock in the morning i reach over to my mm-hmm. phone and you know turn the alarm off and like that just starts coming across the screen all at once you know i follow every nfl writer there is on twitter so i'm just running it was like a fire drill i was like what do i do with my hands what's going this is he, dane said it we've never seen this before yeah well i never i i mean we've been talking about the rams trading up to four i was trying to get just two first uh, two second round and, picks yeah, at tc's the, pro day for first of all the price was way off i mean i yeah. know it's they went they went to one and not four but still they gave up so much more and on top of that I just I on I even thought fifteen to four was too big of a jump. I mean, what do you usually see? You know, the the Bills went to four from like nine for Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the type of stuff you usually see. You know, where uh, fortune favors the bold, Dave. Maybe, yeah. Does it or the desperate or the desperate? And and <laughs> well, there's some people that might not agree with you on that, though. I do well, agree with you, though. But there's some people who say, well, maybe this buys Fisher and and let's need three more years. Well, that's what we're talking about, desperate, because yeah. they are desperate for a quarterback, and this is their lifeline. Uh, you know, yeah. they don't really care about 2017 draft right now. They care about the here and now. Yeah. And you know, this gives them a future. Now, what is that future? Is that Carson Wentz or is that Jared Goff? I don't think we have an answer yet. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to hear some people out there, and this is my theory on this situation. The Rams know who they're taking at one. Yeah, I don't believe for a second that they're debating over these last two weeks. They know exactly who they're taking. But they're leaking it out there. Some people, they're telling they want Jared Goff. Some mm-hmm. people, they're telling they want Carson Wentz. They want there to be a split opinion because they want Cleveland at two, who they think loves one of these quarterbacks. They, they don't know which one. They want Cleveland to try and entice them to trade up one spot to ensure that quarterback. The Rams can go back and gain some more draft picks back and still get their quarterback at two. Now, I don't think it's going to work. How about that theory, Dave? Gamesmanship. Yeah. I don't buy it. With two weeks left, I mean, I I don't know. I, I The Rams know who they're taking. I don't believe for a second that they don't. So, But I, I similar to uh, with Dave, I did a seven-round mock. I you know, turned it in, finally got it loaded up mm-hmm. Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. it. I was so proud of it. Never done a seven-round mock before. And you just set it on fire and on Thursday morning? A couple hours later, I'm giving my dog a walk in the morning. I'm getting all these texts. I'm like, oh, people are messing with me. You know, I did the seven-round mock. Now they're telling me this huge trade happened. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I, it, just unbelievable. If Tell you, me. Well, I'm sorry. Go if ahead. You look at the, if you look at the numbers, and if you just want to do the what you think Jeff Fisher and the Rams will do, he's a seven and nine coach. We kind of understand that. So he'll probably be the Rams will probably be picking again 
probably 15, you know, again. And if you look at what that one and that three might mean, well, the, the Rams, if, you, if they pick in the same spot where they did this year, that one and that three, they're going to overpay on this trade by a, a, a second-round pick. They absolutely are. But And I think Peter King made this point yesterday. I think right now, obviously, we don't know if the quarterback's going to work out. But right now, I think it's a trade that makes sense for both teams. The Rams have a pretty oh, sure. It's a deep roster. They got the rookie of the year at running back. Kind of thin at receiver. You got Greg Robinson still sure. coming into his own at tackle. The defense is stacked. I mean, they, they had so many guys in their secondary that they couldn't pay them all. Defensive line, solid. You got Brockers. You got Donald. Honestly, this team is – I think it's reasonable to say that they're a good quarterback away from being a playoff slash Super Bowl contender. And then over on the other side, the Titans have quarterback figured out, and I guess running back, Marco Murray's there, and nothing else. Right. So they won a whole bunch of draft picks. And let's remember that last year. New general manager there, too, sure. by the way. Last year, we had two excellent rookie quarterbacks. Usually rookie quarterbacks struggle, and we saw James Winston, Marcus Mariota yeah. struggle, but they had really good seasons. The year before, a couple quarterbacks played real well, too, if you talk about uh, Bridgewater right. and, and Carr. It, but it, but th- both those uh, teams, the Bucks and the Titans, are both picking top ten this year. Yeah. So you know, it's for the Rams. This isn't like an automatic. Okay, you know, now we can talk playoffs. Right. You know, this is something. I that, was just thinking what Jeff Fisher normally is. Yeah. No, and you're you're not wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what history tells us. Yeah. Let me ask you this though, and mm-hmm. going back to the the smoke screens and the gamesmanship. If if you are in the market for a quarterback and you're picking in a spot where you can get one of them, and I mean I know you like Paxton Lynch, but sure. I'm talking about Winston Goff. Go ahead, yeah, that's fine. You got one valued over the other. I mean, let's say that let's say Cleveland really does. They love Wentz, even if it's not true for the purposes of this, they do. And Wentz goes one. I still think that they would probably take Goff too, though. I mean, it, there's. I think we see a trade. You think so? Yeah, I think we're, I think quarterbacks go one too. I think the bigger question is, is Cleveland at number two drafting I guess, quarterback? I guess that's more... I agree with what he's saying. I think it fits my point is that I still... I don't think there's that big of a difference between these two guys that you're going to see one fall that far down the board, is what I'm trying to say. No. I think there's a clear difference between golf and Wentz. How, I, I, I do. No, I, well, I agree. Just you know, One's a couple years older. One, you know, One's more physically gifted. I, I do... Yeah, there are differences. And I do... Th- I would not be shocked at all if, say, Cleveland prefers one over the other strongly. Yeah. Um, but I do think quarterbacks are going one, too. It just... Is it, the number two pick could be the Eagles making the, that the, pick. The thing that could happen here, though, is the fact that if, if in fact, though, the Rams do take Cleveland's quarterback, then then they'll just bail to bail. That that, that pick, that second pick, oh, yeah. might be not as expensive so, as okay, you so think it is. That that goes against what I think, and I mean, Dane's plugged into the Browns, so he would know, yeah. but. I think I, I don't think that, and I, I'll just maybe I don't know if Dane's heard I don't this think about the, the Browns, difference but, is that big between these two quarterbacks no, that you love is. one and hate the other. It is to to me one. I, I think that golf was a, a top ten quarterback. I don't think Carson Wentz is. That's me. I always thought that Wentz was more of a guy from twenty to twenty eight. I think the Browns are hoping that uh, Wentz goes one, and then they yeah. they take off at two. But if it goes the other, if golf goes one, I think they have a good feel that. Philadelphia at eight could really like Wentz right. and can make a move. And, right. You know, the Eagles don't have a second rounder. So what would it take to go from eight up to number two? Is it a future one? Yeah. Is it, uh, you know, a three and a four? Would that be enough? Or is right. Cleveland that desperate to get out of two? Right. It's going to be interesting. I think going to eight is not a bad option for Cleveland if they're, if they're no. because I've heard from Cleveland people that, that they like Wentz, but maybe not enough to take it to. I think I mean if you're going from two I don't even yeah I don't even care if they don't have a second round pick if I mean you're dropping six spots a guy that you love will be there and yeah you pick up a first rounder in yeah. next year's draft so. the thing with the Browns is we don't know for sure yet with the metrics and analytics how that's going to play into their draft strategy but what I can promise you is they want to figure out a way to accumulate picks they they, want they, were, they wanted the picks. Tennessee deal they I mean they wanted oh, yeah, the de- yeah. they wanted the deal that the Rams absolutely offered. wouldn't that, want that yeah, deal that was the deal <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, and they, I. But they. No. But see, the fact that Cleveland needs a quarterback, or we think Cleveland needs a quarterback. Well, what, what's, what are the chances that Cleveland takes Tunsil? I honestly. I mean, is that a possibility? I think. Roll it out. I think Goff, if they got stuck. If they get stuck. Yeah. I. I don't think it's a guarantee Cleveland's going to pick a quarterback. I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. We all kind of think that. 
But if we if we like these quarterbacks at the top of the the second round, if they have a guy in mind, if, if they like, if we're going like, in terms of odds of what's going to happen at number no. two, I, I think the best odds is they're going to take a quarterback. The next best odds they're going to trade back, and the third best odds they're going to okay, take. Okay, let me segue player. to that. If you're Dallas, yeah, and they, what does this mean for the Dallas yeah, Cowboys? Yeah, and, and let me say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you two to play general manager guy. Sure. And Dane and I did this last night for our guys at 105.3. We had a nice group out there for the local radio station and had a little uh, uh, scouting 101. Nice turnout, great questions. Ask this question. Would you be willing to give your two and your three to go up and draft golf at two? If, no. that's, if that's your quarterback. No. Or next year's one. No. The next year's one is fascinating because that's – if you're going up to get golf, you know, you're – even if Romo doesn't stay healthy, you have Goff waiting to, you know, kind of go in there and help you. You're, you're planning on picking in the 20s next year. Yeah. So if, say, you're picking, just say for— Not the 30s? Hyp- well, hypothetically, 25 yeah. you're picking next year. Is that pick worth guaranteeing you the quarterback of your future? He makes a great point. Sure. I, I, I've stated my beliefs on that. I, I have, I'm fine if— if Jared Goff were to fall to four, which I don't think he will, especially now that the Rams are picking number right. one, I think he'll be the number one pick. If he were to fall to four, I've looked at this draft enough to, you know what, that's fine. If if that if he's there, that's great. I'm not mortgaging the future to take a quarterback that I'm not in love with. Well, and that's and no, this, that's obviously Let's play. Let's okay. Well, I you told me I, to play general manager. I understand. I did. That's me. That's on me. Well, what about the Cowboys? What if golf is their? What if golf is their their best quarterback? They're going to work him out this weekend. Right. So that's that's, that's another thing. Major. Yeah. The Cowboys are. You know, they're they're getting on Jerry's G five, and they're all going out there, and they're going to have a lot of fun in Berkeley throwing the ball around. Under two weeks away, and you know, you're making that trip. That tells you something. Yeah, it told me something too that that they worked out. Paxton Lynch, too, that Jerry got So this is going to be pretty consistent that they're going to look at all these top quarterbacks that way. I hate giving up draft picks, man. So, so do I. And it, it, and the guy that hates the most is sitting right, right to your, your right right there. No, I, I do not. Especially a future number one scares the hell out of me. I mean, it's, I don't want to give up that pick. This, but do you feel that strong? Do you think the Cowboys could feel that strongly about golf to do this? I think – and I'm, I know they brought him in. I know – well – I, I feel like I feel like I would you feel terrible about it. How do you think they feel? I feel like I would have a better sense that they loved him if they really loved him that much. But I mean, they're going to work him out See, this weekend. So this is where this is where like personnel guys are different from us guys in the media. They don't care what we think. A well, sure. and B, they're not afraid. Yeah, they're, I mean, because it, it is your job. You know, somebody can lose their job over this stuff, but the general manager here is not going to lose his job. But you know, that, but but that's the that's the thing. That's well, why you would make a move like that. I, I, See, I, think I, I will say this: you I've lose sat, your I've, job if you trade up to get him, and he's Blaine Gabbert too. But I, but this is the this is the thing about it is though. But he this general manager not gonna lose his job. No, he's not the, gonna lose. But that's why that's why to me. But I've been in this room with this general manager before, when we didn't have a first round pick, and he's dying. Sure. Trust me. I've seen it. He is the rest of us are in that room and we're all just kind of working the draft and pulling tags and acting like we're busy. And as it comes close to our pick, we're all looking at the board going, who would we have taken? Who that's, would we have taken? That sounds like a bummer. And it, and it, and it is. It's <laughs> it an absolute terrible. bummer. So and so that's it. maybe why next year he would. But, but then again, the fact that he is the general manager and the owner, he can make that move. And we're not talking about going up to get Joey Bosa. We're talking about a quarterback. You're you go feel get a quarterback. You're not be going the quarterback to get for the next ten exactly. years. Exactly. If you felt that way about golf, you you'd make that move. And every time that sting, you you feel that sting about not having that future one. You just look on your roster and see Jared Goff there, and that, that would take, take a little it, yeah, bit of sting out. Take his out. tag off your personnel board and in your spot, put it right there. You make you make a compelling argument. You do. I, and I know we would all throw up. I mean, I, I mean, everybody out there would throw up because they don't want to give up picks. They don't. Out, out, we, right. we did the study last night in detail. Uh, is it just the one I'm getting rid of to get him? What else? No, you. That's it. Just, just the one. Well, just or, the one. Or, or a second and third this year. And, second and, and third this year, no, or I'd one next. The, the seven. Ugh. The seven rounder I did. I had the Cowboys' first three picks: Jalen Ramsey, yeah, we go. Carl Joseph, Tyler Boyd. So corner, safety, wide receiver. Sure. Who would you rather have? Those three players. Or Jared Goff, the quarterback of your future. You make a compelling argument, and then and you know, hope hopefully, your pick next year is somewhere between twenty five and thirty two. Yeah, hopefully, right. We hopefully. made a trade with the Buffalo Bills, thinking that 
when we when we went away in that draft from Steven Jackson and those guys, and then and, and Maurice Carthon said, "Well, those running backs in the second round are just the same." And Parcells and Jones listened to Maurice say that, and then all of a sudden we're trading. They draft J.P. Lossman, mm-hmm. and then you know, but we're thinking maybe that's a top ten pick, and he ended up to be number twenty. Yeah, our pick was worse. The, our original pick was worse than the Buffalo pick, but you were thinking, man, we might get a top ten pick out of this one. You know, it's it's compelling. You're going for a quarterback that you that's the number one guy on your board. You're going for your number one quarterback is what you're doing. And if and if in fact, if in fact, if you know what the Rams are doing, if you, if they take if they take Wentz, to me, I think you have to talk about that. I'll bet you ten dollars right now that they don't take Wentz. I think it'll be Goff. Okay. One. Which yeah, which kind of makes this a moot point. Okay, but we're just this is sure. a draft no, show. I know, I know, fun. I know. Um, I'm just asking if you would do it. I feel a lot better doing it knowing that they didn't do what I wanted them to do to address the position in free agency. You know, if, Let me ask you this. If Colt McCoy or Chase Daniel was on this team, I'd say, hell no, but they're not. You don't, you don't feel great, and I'm not going to ask you this question, but you don't feel great about drafting Joey Bosa. You don't feel great. I, I don't feel great, but I'd say I feel better about it than most. Okay, that, that's fair. But would you, if you said I can move up with the thought of getting golf my best quarterback, but I don't, I'm not going to take Joey Bosa. Is there any other player that you would feel that you would feel different about that you're trading up? You know, you're trading up. And so from. I'm like, I'm getting golf, but I'm losing this. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, in light of this trade, I think it's. I really didn't know how realistic it was. I think it's very realistic possibility that Jalen Ramsey winds up a Cowboy now, and I'm fine. Give me Jalen Ramsey and let me keep all my picks. If and Cleveland that's fine. takes Tunsil, you you're you're, you're, you're in trouble. There. You're absolutely you're you in are. trouble. But. Cleveland could trade out. Cleveland could theoretically take a quarterback. Right. And then you wind up with, I mean, I feel like it would be hard for San Diego to pass on Tunsil. Yeah, me too. And then you wind up with Jalen Ramsey, who a lot of people think is the best overall player in this draft at four. I'll take that over getting rid of picks to get Jared Goff. You secure your future, don't you? I think I do, yeah. I I, I make a splash. um, And like I said, it stings giving up draft picks. But I, I look at Jared Goff in my building, yep. knowing he's he's mine for the next five years, regardless of what happens with Tony Romo, I feel pretty good about that. I I don't have a good argument against it, but people get a little queasy about that, don't they? It's nerve wracking. It's a yeah. It's when you start when you're. I mean, it's one thing when you're 27 and you're picking a guy who's going to play dime back for you as a rookie, you know. But when you start talking about these franchise altering moves, it's. I, I don't think I'd have the stomach to do it for real. I would, kudos to them. Yeah, that's what you do. You sit in there and you make those decisions. Those aren't easy decisions. That, no, they're that's not. That's not an easy decision. That's, it, I mean, 10 years from now, I'm not, I, I won't be a Cowboys writer. Maybe I won't even be in the media. Like, I'll have kids. It'll mm-hmm. be terrifying. <laughs> and, like, Jared Goff will be 35 and, like, Tom light, Brady just, in it. Yeah, just kicking ass and winning Super Bowls. And I'm like, I did not love that guy. Yeah, and that's I part have, of the draft. I have to live with that. Real quick, before we have to take our first break, any news that you've heard about Miles Jack in this recheck? No good news. Yeah. Put it that way. I, yeah, the, these medical that's rechecks shame, huh? the last two days, it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate. Some teams are going to look at these knees differently, but I, I, I think we can almost rule out. Miles Jack were here. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. They're, teams wow. are worried about that knee. Yeah. And it's uh, – That's a shame for a guy like me. Who was, I, had my, I had my UCLA pom-poms out for that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Heavy sigh of I depression. We're all members there. of the Miles Jack fan club, for right. sure. And right. so you hate to see that. But you're hearing Miles, not a possibility for here, aren't you? Well, right. And it's – he he can run right now. He can move right now. Right. It's But it's the long term that you're worried Do about. they want to deal with that. Exactly. This yeah. team, you know, I, when you're talking about a top-five pick – you don't want to have those that kind hanging of concerns. Over him, yeah. Exactly. So I, I wow. And they hate it, but you can almost roll them out for here. I would, that's reports. That's great information. Well, the reports coming out of Indy though are like, not all teams are turned off, which right. makes me wonder how far. Does but it I, go. I, I kind no, of no, no, I think I, what he's. I think he's absolutely right yeah. about here. But somebody's out. I mean, he's oh, going to no, get drafted. I hope so. You know, I, I mean, he so. will get drafted. Yeah. And, we, yeah. and, we've and been I trying, just want to know where. Yeah. We've been trying to. Temper expectations. Yeah. This whole process, telling Sports fans. Cry about to happen for me. Get yeah, ready. You I mean, can you can just see these things coming a mile away. You know, like you know, miles like, uh, jack away. Miles jack. Oh, that's not the time for jokes. Yeah, still, 
I, 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 there are some. But you're good at it. There are some that even believe that Jalen Smith could be. They feel better by Jalen Smith's injury than Miles Jack injury. I've heard that. I mean, it, yeah. it, these knees, everyone looks at them differently. And right. So it's, does that mean that you're? I mean, Miles Jack. How far has this guy fallen? I mean, I think that what Dane's saying is absolutely right. The teams behind. Dallas could very well just say, you know what, the knee's going to be fine. It's the same thing. Again, yeah. I hate to be back in the day guy. Jeremiah Trotter's my example. It was sure. a third round pick. Yeah. Jeremiah Trotter or Stephen F. Austin. Doctor told me, I don't know, Brian, he's going to play 10 games or 10 years. And he played 12 years. You, you just I'm, don't know. I'm putting y'all on the spot, but I mean, is he still a top 10 pick? Is he a first round pick? It's tough because we're not talking about a wide receiver. Or right. We're talking about a guy that linebacker is going to find contact in every single play. Yeah. Yep. And that's tough. Yeah, that uh, is really tough. He's basically a, run, a running back, so I don't know. I don't yeah. know how you put value on that. Okay, sports cry for Brian brought us because Dane Brugger is breaking my heart, and uh, but I don't disagree with what he's saying. Okay, uh, when we return, we're going to get into a little Twitter on the 20. Stay tuned from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. We'll be right back. Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine brings you behind-the-scenes coverage with in-depth player stories, entertaining columns, a pull-out poster, and, of course, your Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Subscribe now and get 32 issues throughout the year, including our season breakdown and the stunning cheerleader swimsuit issue. Star is delivered to your door for only $39.95 per year, or go digital for just $14.99 a year through our free Star Magazine app. Call 1-877-NFC-BOYS today. It started with a single connection, and the network was born. It soon grew from a luxury to a necessity. So AT&T built a network just for you. One that connects your entertainment, friends and family, devices and homes. We grow as you grow, always evolving to work for you, how and where you need it. This is your network, the network of AT&T. The hits, the misses, the pizza. The jukes, the sacks, the pizza. The superstars, the super fans, the pizza. Everything you love about football is here, especially the pizza. Up your game with two large, two-topping pizzas for only $7.77 each. That's two large, two-topping pizzas for $7.77 each. Better ingredients, better pizza. PapaJohns.com. The official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Cowboys Nation, gear up for a season of new memories and game day celebrations. We're being one of the boys means the girls join in too. Where X marks the spot for every fall Sunday. Where number nine has become number one in our playbook. From the only store exclusively for Cowboys Nation, the official pro shop of the Dallas Cowboys. Like us on Facebook to see the latest in Dallas Cowboys gear. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Back here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. A couple different things have now come out. The Star Magazine, as you see here in my hand, uh, is now available. Uh, We'll tweet out the link. Uh, You could go to Shop Cowboys. It's available at the Pro Shop. Uh, Kent Garrison will... uh, tweet out a link on the draft show uh, account, the Twitter account there, so you can order your copy, $4.95, uh, chock full of stories, scouting reports, uh, failed mock drafts, all that stuff right here. Uh, we all do a great job with the magazine. Thank you. I look forward to it every Wednesday when it arrives. Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. So make sure you get an opportunity to uh, grab that for your draft day coverage. Dane Brugler has got the beast out. It is also available right there. Dane, tell folks how they can still get a hold of that. Just go to my Twitter, uh, at DP Brugler. I have a pinned at the top. Uh, it's the best way. It's an automatic PDF download. Uh, all the information you need about these guys, you can find it in here. It's a perfect uh, draft companion for the three days, along with us. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, and, and Dane's absolutely right. We're going to have uh, three days of coverage. A little talk about the draft show, too. The week of the draft, we are going to have uh, shows on Tuesday and Wednesday leading up to the draft. And like Dane's talking about, we're going to go wall-to-wall coverage starting Thursday night. Thursday coverage, Friday coverage, Saturday, every pick will be yes. talked about here, evaluated, uh, questioned, praised, whatever you need. Uh, you do not need to go to any of those other stations or on television. Just turn us up either on the uh, Cowboys, uh, DallasCowboys.com or on the app. We're going to have this thing covered to you and uh, interviews, talking to coaches. 
everybody involved. We'll just uh, we'll focus a lot on the Cowboys, but we'll talk about everybody else's pick as well. I always thank Ed Cahill for doing this. We have Twitter, Twitter on the 20. David Hellman, it's your show. As you might guess, Cowboys fans are very curious what this mega trade means for how the landscape kind of looks for the Cowboys, so we'll get right into it. Uh, shout out to Nebby. Yes, thank you. Friend. Uh, he Silver Springs. Gut feeling. Jalen Ramsey, is he there at four in light of all of this news? I think so. Possibility there, yep. I think there's a strong possibility. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. If we see quarterbacks go one, two, good chance Laramie Tunsil goes three. And that, in that case, every defensive player is on the board for the Cowboys, whether yeah. they want to go Bosa or they want to go Ramsey. Either way, they can go. I think the two defensive players they're holding on would be would be Ramsey and Bosa, mm-hmm. and the offensive player is Zeke. If I had to, it had to pick. If if it comes down to those three, uh, will be I'll be very interested to see. But the, that's three really good options. Yeah, three. Very, they're three good options. I more so than anything, I think people kind of lose the plot. Like they're going to get a really good player. Yeah, they're picking they are. fourth in the draft. On yeah. my draft board, those are three of my top five players yeah. in this draft. So very good. But thank you for the question, Debbie. Okay, I mean these and these are the type of questions we're getting. Uh, just kind of trying to shuffle that order mm-hmm. in the top mm-hmm. four. Uh, Trey wants to know. All right, let's say Wentz goes one, Goff goes two, Ramsey three. You're sitting there with Tunsil on the board. You draft him? Nope. I do. All right, well, let me ask you this, Dane. Uh, the phone's not ringing. I I feel like the phone would be ringing. Right. People will want Laramie Tunsil if he's at four. But if he's would there at pick- four and you don't have a trade partner, you still not taking him? You're going to take Bosa? I, I have to take someone else. I This this offensive line's already great. I don't need to make it even greater. I, I have so many other holes on this team that I could address with that pick. I'm a true believer in best player available, but not in every situation. This is one of those. I think this is one of the times where you have to go with the best player on your board. I think so, too. And we talk about what's the risk that you're taking here. You're adding a great player to your roster. You're adding a great player to your team. If you want to play around, mess around with the second-round pick, the third-round pick, the fourth-round pick, and take take a need there, okay, fine. But with that that pick being as important, as high as it is, if I get a chance to draft – a guy that I think is maybe the number one player, n- not on my board, but on, on their board, right. then I think you have to take that. I think you have to also, th- you, if the phone would ring, I think that's the best shot for your phone to ring. I think if so, If you want to go back. No, the best shot, I think, is if one of those quarterbacks is still I there. I think if it's Tunsil. You think so? I do. I do. You've got to make these people think that you'll take Tunsil. But do you think that Tunsil's number one on their board? I, I, don't, that's, I don't think so. I, I, I think that we t- those three players we talked about. Yeah. I think they'd rather have one of those three players than Tunsil. Yeah, even Tunsil's a heck of a player. I don't player. think they expect Tunsil to be there. That's the that's Agreed. the issue. Agree. That's the issue there. But I but if you're if their if their board is their board's the way the board sh- that we now he's your number one player, right? He's my number one player. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's it's so weird doing this thing. No, I know. And doing you know, and, and doing with the Cowboys. Exactly. Exactly. So. You think about Baltimore, um, Philly. I think even Tampa probably. Yeah. All sitting there. What if, in, you could, what if you could get Tennessee to come back up? We actually talked about that in the mailbag today. Yeah. Don't, and I kind of think the same thing that I thought, which obviously they kind of just proved me wrong. That's a huge jump, man. And I know uh, they've got a better. They've got a better. They've got better second round picks now. I know he's the, got a thirty. He's got a thirty. A thirty three. He could play with the guy in tenant. What John Robinson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said that that you know don't think they're done. I know he yeah. said that. Yeah. But I don't think he's acquiring all this big time draft capital just to get rid of it all again. Well, let me tell you this on though: one player, he could flip you. He could flip you. He could go to. He could come down. What's he got to give me he, to get back? To he four? could if he gives you if he gives you thirty three and that uh, he's got another one. If he gives you thirty three, forty three, and well, he could give you thirty three, which would make it even sweeter. I'd hold him up on thirty three. To be honest with you, you think he's going to give you because 33? you can you can ask for the same deal. You could ask for his forty three and forty five, right? But you can you could also take his you could take his thirty three, and I think he's got an, you could take his thirty three and his seventy six. He'd probably have a way easier time getting his hands on like Jack Conklin for less less of a price, in my opinion. That's no. just, I just I don't know. I know. I mean, they have the capital to do whatever they want after that trade, but yeah. but why hold why? him up? I hold him up. If he, if he wants to come and get if – if Tunsil, in fact, is on the board and my, my, my general manager here doesn't want to pick him right now, I by all means, field that call. 
field it. If you want to drop to 15 and you feel good that you're still within your range of grabbing I, think, I just think they've got Luan and they've got – there's other tackles that would be easier to get that you don't have to blow those what, kind of picks on Laramie Tunsil. What about the Giants at 10? They need a, a tackle. Yes. Would, you, would you trade within a division for a 1 and a 2? You move back to 10, so not too far. Right. But you're also giving. Didn't we one say of that your... was 500? We said that was 500 points it, last it worked, night. It worked perfectly. It worked perfectly last night because the Cowboys sit at 1800. The Giants are sitting at 1300. The Giants' second round pick is 500 points. So with that being said, that's 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 it's what perfect. you get from the Giants. You go to 10. You pick up the Giants' pick is at 40. So now what you're doing is you're at 10 picking. The Giants get their tackle. You're picking at 10. That, that still kind of puts... All of a sudden, the Giants have three first-round picks on their line, just like the Cowboys well, do. Well, that's the thing. You're also giving your one of your big rivals sure, one mean, of the best players in the draft. I, it's It sucks because they're a division rival, but I can't think like that. I mean, the Redskins and Cowboys just did a deal you for trade. Lawrence. You just it, make trades. It's, no, I agree. I'm I mean, with you. Th- now, you could lose Zeke. You, you could, could lose Zeke you to could. Philadelphia. And let, now, now, if quarterbacks go one, two, we think that Philadelphia... What I would really love is if Philly came up to four to get Tunsil because that uh, that way I get out of it, I get picks, and I know Philly's not getting Zeke because that's nightmare scenario number one yeah. for me. Yeah, I like that. Um, so you you have an opportunity to if you want to go to the Giants at ten, that makes sense. That 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 you pick there, you pick up number forty. That's your pick. If and I think the phone will ring if Laramie Tunsil's there at four, but if it doesn't, I'll just take him. I that's fine. I mean, yeah, it's overkill. It is overkill. You're not wrong, but it's. I mean, you're that's hard to argue with getting the best player in the draft at four. And I you think could, the Jets I thought they were going to get Leonard yards. Williams last year? No, no, no. And and that's what we have we have to learn from the past. And yeah, it, exactly. Last year, the best player, you know, what you know, a lot of people thought was the best player, sure, fell out of the top five. Yeah, and could it happen this year with Tunsil? Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, because if okay, say the Cowboys do not get that trade offer. I don't think they're taking Tunsil. Yeah. I think they go one of those three players we mentioned. Sure. And then five at Jacksonville. I don't think they're taking Tunsil. I think Baltimore at six would take it. Baltimore take See, Baltimore's one of those teams. Ozzie's one of those guys that just sits there and players fall to him. It's amazing. It, it is amazing. It's amazing how the Ravens get players. Maybe that's because he doesn't window dress his board. If you got Tunsil number one and he's there at four, yeah. isn't that what we I always say? I don't think this team will have Tunsil as our number one player Okay, on that changes things. Yeah. We're you, still working on a board, by the way. Do you think this team will have Joey Bosa rated over Laramie Tunsil? I don't think they're considering Tunsil that high. If, you, if you're considering Tunsil that, that highly, you have to do a lot of work on him because he's not the cleanest prospect off the field. Right. Sure. And we haven't heard much well, so about So is Bosa now. Let's be honest about that. But they've done that. a lot more work on Bosa. They have. We, we know that. Yeah. We don't know that they've done a lot of work on Tunsil. And that doesn't mean they haven't. Yeah. They could have done stuff behind closed doors. Sure. But I don't think they'll have Tunsil rated as high as those other three. I'm going to flip it on you real quick just to continue the conversation. Robert, all right. So Robert wants to know. Uh, quarterback goes number one. Cleveland takes Tunsil. San Diego takes Ramsey. You have a quarterback, and then you know the rest of the usual suspects sitting there at four. Which quarterback? He didn't specify. We'll say, say which quarterback went to two. Did he say what? No, quarter- he said Tunsil's going to. Oh, to Tunsil's Cleveland. going to two. Let's for, we'll say Goff goes one. You got you got Wentz and it's the same. It's the same scenario. This is an inter- interesting scenario because. Okay, say this team wants golf, but they don't want Wentz. Yeah. Okay. The Eagles call and make you a pretty interesting offer. They are going to give up a future one. We talked about you know trading a tackle within the division. Right. Tunsil. Quarterback's a little different. Are you okay with the Eagles trading up to get their quarterback? You're, you're helping the Eagles find their quarterback of the future. Are you okay with that? Or you're, or you're helping, or you're them, helping them take a bus. bus. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But it, I, that's very – depending on how you feel about Wentz, that yeah. could be the case. Could be the 49ers too, for that matter. Well, and that's why I'm saying the Eagles because yeah. they know they have to get in front of San Francisco. Yeah, no, that is true. So that uh, – you know, usually in inside the division, you don't usually see those kind of moves. But well, Dallas Dallas traded with Washington to get, uh, but it the is Marcus Lawrence. We're talking about a second t- second round pick, top ten quarterback. Yeah, here. would you do that? I'm not afraid to trade. I I don't think that I can worry about what Wentz I can't. is going to become. If I, I can't give me the extra first round pick, well, you sound you sound like a scout. I, I'm not afra- like, I'm not afraid to trade within the division. And if you I'm like not. Wentz that much, you're taking him at four. So yeah. if you don't, you obviously don't like them enough to take them on four, right? So if you're going to let another team come up, I don't think it's as big of an issue. But it is just interesting, yeah. You know, when we revisionist history, when we look back and say the Cowboys oh, yeah. allowed that to happen, if Wentz happens to hit, you know, how or if he doesn't, so yeah. it, fascinating. Maurice wants to know if you don't draft Bosa at four, 
but he basically wants to know who would you feel best about drafting defensive lineman 34 can be tackle can be an end if he wants a d lineman at 34 who do you feel best about who you got there stud Mm. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for Kevin Dodd, which I don't even know he, if he would be there. I think he would take Bullard. I think you like oh, Bullard yeah. more. Than, I like Bullard a lot more than I like yeah. Dodd. Um, I, I think that would probably be my guy there um, in terms of a defensive end. I, Bullard, I love the versatility because yeah. he, he can be your lo- left end, put him inside yeah. on, on certain passing downs. Uh, Dodd just doesn't do enough for you, does he? Uh, he he's an older prospect. Right. Um, he, he, I was encouraged last year. You saw as the season went on, as he gained more experience, that light bulb started to illuminate more and right. more. And that's encouraging. But the testing numbers worry me. He's not the most athletic. Um, and I don't know. I just don't see him. I'm Dodd. I gave him a mid-second round grade. So I, I like him in that area. But he's along, He's there with Ogba and, you know, Shalit Calhoun and you know, these guys. Do you have, Bell, again, do you have Bell over Joseph? Uh, yes. Okay, so if it comes down to taking a safety, would you take Bullard over Bell? Yes, I would take the defensive lineman over the safety. Over the safety, I think Bullard's a first-round rec- player. Okay, you think Bullard's a first-round yeah, player? Okay, okay. Good. And, and well, in Joseph, it wasn't for the knee. Yeah, he'd probably be higher for me, but yeah. that knee worries me, and so that's another one of those wild cards based on yeah. what the medical rechecks say. Here's one for he's, you. He's, he's right about Bullard, by the way. He's a good player. He is a good player. Mr. Bombay has one that I think you'll like because it's something we've talked about extensively. <laughs> uh, Dr. Bombay? Goff and Wentz are both gone. Paxton Lynch is your number 10 player overall in this draft. Okay. Do you take him considering the position and considering the need? You just take him at four. Might even be a reach. It is a reach. But but you're telling me, though, there's there's I'm down to four. and there, I have six other players ahead of him? Yes. See, that's, that's where I have a problem. But it is a quarterback. And, I mean, I feel like Dane and I are kind of on the same page with it. I mean, it's yeah. diff- you got to weigh it differently. I yeah. th- and this is why I think, you know, you, you almost can't but include they, quarterbacks on your overall. I yeah. agree. But they're already – they're always the quarterbacks are always pushed up higher on the board. I, I, my experience okay. being here, they right. have been. There's, so they're going to put a quarterback in a position to draft, in my opinion. There's only six players in this draft that you feel better about than Paxton Lynch in this scenario. Right. Do you just take him? I don't know if I jump the board like that. Not, think, not not with six. I might do it with one or two, but I'm not, I don't think I'd do it for six. When you stack <laughs> the quarterback on your board, I think you're already putting in the fact that you're moving him up higher than you would actually take right, him. You know, right. you're looking at who's in front of him. Yeah, we take him over yeah. the quarterback. Him okay, but at a certain point, you're taking Lynch over, even though you might think that Shaq Loss is a better player. You're going to take the quarterback maybe ahead of him. Uh, but they where did it, it is on your board. They did it with Manziel. If you think about yeah. Shazier and Martin, right, both over. I mean, yeah. you know, the consideration. Well, hey, Johnny's still there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, one more question, if we could, Dave. Yeah, Justin wants to know. Let's say Jalen Ramsey is the pick at four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Joseph is is there at thirty four. You see this team double dipping at that DB. question I asked last night. That's what I did in my seven round mock for this team. Yeah, I, I went Jalen Ramsey because I, I believe they see him as an outside corner. Right, and then you get your safety, and all of a sudden your secondary looks a lot better than it did yesterday. Um, it's an interesting point because maybe Ramsey's best position is safety. But see, not you, maybe. I think it's his it best is. position. No, you're, I think you're absolutely right. But we don't know how this team views him and I think that's where the question is do they view Jalen Ramsey as a pure outside corner and if they that's do, where he's going to start right yeah. but, but if they think that you know that's where he's going to play that's what we're drafting him as mm-hmm. then I think absolutely we could see that happen now if they look at him maybe like a little bit like Byron Jones where we're going to start him there but we're also going to use him a little bit in the slot sure. we're going to use him a little bit uh you know maybe even at safety some some formations if they're thinking that way then I don't think we see Carl I Jones find it's interesting if teams have William Jackson in the first round as, like, their best yeah. corner. Some the teams best do. Cor- on yeah. best bo- if Ramsey's board. on this team, in, I mean, if they draft him, I really do think he will kind of play that Byron role to start. Yeah. It's just he's too talented too. to just too. pigeonhole him. Okay. Thank you very much, Dave, for all that. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for sending in Twitter questions. We appreciate the Very good questions today, by the way, too. We're really doing a nice job with those. Okay. Coming up, uh, when we, we're going to take our uh, final break of the day, And we're going to come back and play a little Tell Me More. We'll be right back from the SWBC Mortgage Studios in just a minute. 
Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine brings you behind-the-scenes coverage with in-depth player stories, entertaining columns, a pull-out poster, and, of course, your Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Subscribe now and get 32 issues throughout the year, including our season breakdown and the stunning cheerleader swimsuit issue. Star is delivered to your door for only $39.95 per year, or go digital for just $14.99 a year through our free Star Magazine app. Call 1-877-NFC-BOYS today. The hits, the misses, the pizza. The jukes, the sacks, the pizza. The superstars, the super fans, the pizza. Everything you love about football is here, especially the pizza. Up your game with two large two-topping pizzas for only $7.77 each. That's two large two-topping pizzas for $7.77 each. Better ingredients, better pizza. PapaJohns.com. The official pizza sponsor of the NFL. It started with a single connection, and the network was born. It soon grew from a luxury to a necessity. So AT&T built a network just for you. One that connects your entertainment, friends and family, devices and homes. We grow as you grow, always evolving to work for you, how and where you need it. This is your network, the network of AT&T. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, Cowboy legends, cheerleaders, and me, Brian Broadus. Want to stay at the team hotel? With Star Sports Tours, you can. And our outstanding ticket selection is unmatched. You can trust the official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit StarSportsTours.com to book your travel packages today. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Back here with the Draft Show from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Yes, with the schedule coming out yesterday, I encourage you to visit the fine folks at Star Sports Tours. Uh, they do a great job with all the thing, handling the tickets, the interaction, players. Myself, we have uh, meet and greets. It's, it's unreal. You know Especially, how I know that we're the Draft Show? Why is that? Because the schedule came out like 12 hours ago, and we that's the first time we've even mentioned it. Yeah. Well, i tell you what, though. I'll mention it again because my folks at Star Sports Tours will take care. If you want to come see a game here at AT&T or you want to visit Dave Hellman on the road at Pittsburgh, he'd love to say hello to yeah, you. Yeah, I want to visit the fans with you this year. You, yeah. you never take me along on the meeting. Nah, we'll go. We'll go. we gotta, we got to find a steak place, though, in Minneapolis, Dave. That's a, it's going to be that's cold. Be, that's be a key for us. Okay, we are back uh, with the draft show. Uh, kind of going through a lot of different things, a lot of different scenarios. I feel better about last year, who they were going to take, as I do right now. I think it's really up in the air, uh, but trying to do this best as we can, That's too. That's what makes the draft fun, though. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 this, this is truly about uh, investigate and educate. I've always this said is that what it is. I have no problem going 0 for 32 or 0 for 31 right. this year on my mock draft. Yeah. No problem with that, because that means the draft was fun yeah. on, on draft day. Well, so. the, the, this trade did... Put some juice oh, into it, though. Yeah, sure. Not they, only they that, did put some juice into that draft. Maybe like an avalanche effect where, I mean, you know, we're talking about it, but, I mean, it does, it's not over. Like, there's yeah. going to be some more of these. Types. Absolutely. I mean, if there's a you're trade right. before the draft even starts, there's going to be two or three I, more, I think. I, I think you're absolutely right, especially in that top ten. We're 13 days away from doing that. Uh, we're going to play uh, – we're going to do a little uh, tell me more here. And uh, Dave Hellman's going to take over the show. At the end of the show, uh, we're going to do this for a little bit. I want to I want to take some calls again. Yeah. Let's line them up. As you see on the screen there, 888-855-2297 is our phone number. Uh, I will remind you that we're all doing well. Happy to be here for the draft show. So if you get to your question, we'll get to your answer, and then we'll move along that way. So be nice to Kent Garrison uh, when you talk to him on the phone. So, Dave, tell me more. This is easily the biggest name I've featured on Tell Me More, but he was a 30 visit, and I want to know more about Jacoby Brissett, the Senior Bowl quarterback from North Carolina State, what you think of his game, how you like his fit for the Cowboys. You like it more than I do, Broadus. I do. Um, I, physically, he has what you want. I mean, he's built well, you know, 6'4", uh, with 230 pounds. He's got a strong arm. Um, he, he's, he's a good person. Um, you know, he has, a, a, I think, a, enough mobility to at least you know, not be a statue back there. He can move around a little bit. Uh, and he's tough as heck. I mean, you, you see guys draped all over him. He's able to, you know, you see a little Roethlisberger in that respect. 
My biggest concern is I don't see consistent downfield passing. I don't see the confidence. I don't see the vision. I don't see, um, it, you know, he doesn't pull the trigger uh, quick enough. And so for me, that's usually not something that you see get better or fix once you go to the NFL level and everything's just faster. So that for me, that's why I'm not as high on Brissett. But I understand those who are because that is really one of the only main questions with him because he does have a lot. He checks a lot of the other boxes. Yeah, I think you got the player right. But the things I saw, I said this kid was not afraid to rip it. You know, I mean, he'll, he will throw it. and He's got an arm. You know, that's the arm part of it about him. I, I, I do agree with, with Dane, though. He does miss some open receivers. You'll see some guys at times where it, guys are clear and he'll miss. And, you know, but you could also see him make the, make the uh, right hash to left sideline throw. Uh, that's a very positive. I think I thought he needed to play a little bit more awareness. Uh, but I, the, I, I just really liked I liked the arm talent. I liked the fact that he was hanging in there on blitzes when I was watching him play. But, uh, you know, and the fact that he'll rip it, I, I, I think those are all positive. I could see why they brought him in, though. He's in that range where you got your first three guys. Okay, now who are the next guys? They brought in Cook. They brought in Hackenberg. They brought in this guy. He might be in that next tier of guys. Maybe he won't be as high as Hackenberg and those guys, but maybe around lower than them. But uh, I, I, have him, I have him on my board in the fourth round is where I have him. Makes sense. I got him in the and I've got now I like Allen more myself. I had a Hackenberg, Prescott, and Allen in my third. Brissett, Sudfield, and Cook in the fourth is how I had my. I have him in a sixth. That's yeah. where I would feel comfortable taking so, him. Yeah. Tell me more about Colorado State linebacker Corey James. Solid player. Uh, he, he's interesting because uh, Colorado State ran a three-four. Right. And he was an outside rusher primarily. Yep. Uh, and he, he put up some some good sack numbers, some good tackle for loss numbers. But then this past year, his senior year, they moved to a 4-3, and they moved him to the middle. So he's playing a lot of Mike, playing a, a different position. Um, now you see the athleticism. But he's not the biggest guy. He's about 6'1", 230 pounds. That's exactly what he is. Um, but I, you like the competitiveness that you see in him, plays with some fire. Uh, he can move really well, but I, where do you play him? I, yeah, I, I thought that this was a guy that you might even, and the, the time on him we have, probably, they probably have a better time. I had a 4-6 on the kid. And, but Dane's right. This guy's an edge rusher, though. He, I mean, he's, he stays active, what I was saying. Uh, you know, wrap-up tackler, has a nose to the ball, can change direction, plays his hands. He can capture the edge. He's got some bend. I mean, I watched games against Colorado, Boise, Wyoming Air Force. Played the low block, played with balance. He could get to the outside. This is a guy that you might consider the way he moves, move him to safety. This might be one wow. of those those guys that you, because of the change of direction and the burst and that ability to bend and play with balance, that you might say, "Hey, I'm going to look at you as a safety." But because but you watch him, he'll he'll put his hand on the ground. And he will go, and he will dip, and he will and he will get to the quarterback. Yeah, I mean he can he can cause some problems, but he's one of those guys that's got a lot of different things. I think Dane's right. Where do you play him? He can play a lot of different things. I might even consider him play, looking at him as a safety. These pro day numbers are great: four six zero forty, one six three ten yard split, thirty five vert, yeah, uh, ten seven broad, six six five three cone. Yeah, that's fantastic for a six one two hundred thirty pound. That's maybe where you think. You know, I just that's the kind of the guy. And again, they, he was a visit. He was a thirty visit guy here. That's so, why I brought him up. Yeah. So why you know if they've got obviously they have an idea of what they can they can do with him. Speaking of safeties, mm -hmm. we talked a lot about. We've talked plenty about Jalen Ramsey. We've talked a lot about Carl Joseph. Uh, very, I mean, safety seems important. They, they, Church and Wilcox are both on contract years, right? Uh, so I'm looking at safeties, and I want to know more about DeAndre Houston Carson from the College of William and Mary. Uh, I saw Dane. Dane's got a pretty good grade on the guy, so I want to know more. I gave him a third round grade, which uh, that sounds like the sweet spot for me. And this is a player that he played corner. They moved him to safety. Um, the versatility is what you really like about him uh, because he can do a lot not only on defense but also on special teams. Um, he he he's like, reminds me a lot of Justin Bethel when he was coming out and you know he's gone to the Cardinals. Hasn't been the most consistent defensive back, but he just got an extension because he does give you depth mm -hmm. in the secondary, but it's his value on special teams that makes him so special. So, I mean, you're looking at uh, Houston uh, Houston Carson. I, first of all, what kind of a – when this pick's announced, 
there's like five first names here. I mean, yeah. yeah. DeAndre, Houston, Carson, William, yeah. Mary. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, 6'1", 200 pounds. Uh, ran a 4 five forty at the Combine. Uh, I, I think you can do a lot with this player, whether he's going to play free safety for you, whether he's going to play a nickel role. Uh, regardless, you're getting a very good specialty Yeah, player. he's a physical player, too, and that's something. I mean, I, the, thing that I, 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 the thing I was most impressed with, William and Murray was behind in a lot of games when you're watching the scoreboard, and he's still playing hard. You know, that, yep. that reminded me a little bit about Ron Leary. When Ron Leary came out, and I know Ron Leary wasn't drafted, but you watch him play, and Memphis is getting crushed in these games against Mississippi State and those type of opponents, and he's still playing hard. And this kid's the same way. I, I, I thought he needed to play with a little bit better body control. You know, I thought there were some things. I thought there were some times where he was poor technique-wise as a tackler. But, you know, I could say I had him in the fifth round is where I had him. And, uh, but I, I could understand mm, with the – little deviation here. Yeah, I, I, like I, I could see it, though, six foot, 197, four, five, two. You know, I wish he tackled a little bit better, but the fact that he played so hard when his team was always behind, I think is, is says a little bit about the kid. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, very average from a size, speed, strength standpoint, but I think he's well-versed in multiple coverages. He can do a lot of things. Like I mentioned, nine block kicks on special teams, that's not an accident. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, that's a boatload. Yeah. And you look at, we mentioned this before, but I think passes defended, one of those stats that I think absolutely translates he had 34 over his career, four-year starter, senior yep. captain. I like when you guys aren't lockstep with each no. other. Yeah, it's fun. Um, <laughs> he was in the news this week. Uh, his NCAA appeal just got denied. Late-round guy. This is a guy you're going to have to do because I have not seen Ott play. Tell, tell me yeah. about Drew Ott from yeah. Iowa. First of all, you hate it for the kid because this he wanted to go back to Iowa, and mm-hmm. he, he, up until two weeks ago, he, or this past week, he, he thought he was there. Yeah, he didn't have an agent, yeah. you know, because he, yeah. he wanted to keep that option open. And the NCA dra- drug their feet and um, appeal after appeal after appeal. But Drew Ott will be a part of his draft class. He couldn't work out at the com. He was at the combine. I remember that. Uh, but he couldn't work out because of uh, the unknown, right? Well, the injury as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. he, he missed uh, most of his senior year because of, a, of an ACL, or else also had an elbow injury. Mm. So he was really banged up. Um, uh, this is a guy that uh, you know when you would think of an what an Iowa pass rusher looks like. This is Drew Ott. Uh, you know, the <laughs> just way, all over the place, uh, well, thrashing just, around. You know, more hustle than skill. Right. Um, you know, he's uh, he's technically sound in, in in some areas where he can you know beat blockers. So you're getting a competitive hustler who was Aaron Campman from Iowa. Do you remember who I'm talking about? With Nebraska, the Packers, Nebraska. I don't know. I'll look him up one day. Aaron Camp. I, yeah. I, I, no, I, I know you're talking about. Go ahead. Doesn't I'm sorry. Any bells. <laughs> but for, for Drew Ott, I mean, he's <laughs> he's a day three rusher. You know, sure. a guy you're gonna look at. You just I have to look at it myself. I, I I know now. I have to do that. And he's on my. Dane's no, ahead of you, Brian. He is way ahead of me on 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 Ott. He's he's the last guy that I wrote up because, for my book because I was waiting to find out if he's going to be part of this draft class. Is he not? And I did all the work on him, but I was just waiting. And so I did his report of only a couple weeks did. ago. Of course, you did all the work on a guy that you didn't know was going to be in the draft. Well, but I mean, so you're, I mean, is he a draft pick you think, or a priority free agent? Type Sounds guy? banged up. Yeah, he, he is pretty banged up. And that, that's what it could come down to ah. the medicals. I, if not for the injuries, he is draftable. Aaron Campman, uh, he played 10 years in the league. He was at school at Iowa. Nice. There you go. Good He's memory. In. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me more. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, go for one more. Well, I take that back. Dave. We, that's fine. We, we, if we do it quick, I want to take some calls. Here. I really, I care more about him as a returner than a corner. Cyrus Jones, Alabama, another Senior Bowl guy, could be the top nickel corner for yeah. this draft. Uh, you know, not the biggest guy, but he competes. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, the that... problem is though, you see the ball go over the top of him. Right, that's the size. That's the thing. I mean, there's there's times now he battled those Mississippi. Those Mississippi's got some size at receiver. And he battled his rear off to try and stay in position. But there are also some games where you see that ball go, and he's doing all he can to go up the ladder to knock it away. Yeah. The, re- the, the return part, though, is very, very interesting. He's, though. Yeah, He's quality. One of, one of the best in the nation at doing that. Right. What's, what's his grade? Uh, I think there's a shot he could sneak into the top 100, but I think Damn. probably more fourth. Yeah. You know who loved working with him in Mobile was Mike Tomlin. Like, he was, yeah. he wanted to watch that guy more than any of the other guys that were there. Well, good for Mike Tomlin. But That's your buddy, ain't it, Mike Tomlin? I just love how he's always around. He's, he's always everywhere. He's everywhere. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Dave. Appreciate that on Tell Me More. All right, Kent Garrison, we got five nope. minutes left in this show. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you now. Sam and San Antonio, you're up. Hey, guys, uh, I wanted to first ask you to tell me more about Sua Cravens. Would you play him at safety or, or, or at linebacker, number one? Number two, um, 
know, Ryan, I know you like guys to think outside of the box, and this is what I, one thing I was thinking about. Um, if the, you know, if the Browns did not go, they, they decided to go with RG3 for this year or and what have you, would you consider the Cowboys, let's say if they traded Terrence Williams and Ron Leary, I think he fit, they fit both the needs that, they, that Cleveland has, and maybe they, the Cowboys swap their third-round pick for um, Cleveland's second-round pick, and would that be uh, – would it marry up as far as the, the value – Okay, thank you. So we're moving players oh, he wants, picks. So we're sending Leary and Terrence and 67 to, to Cleveland for, for 33? Yeah, for 33. Cleveland won't do it. I, that doesn't I, – I don't, I don't yeah. think I, so. I mean, I, I, I appreciate the – I mean, because he it is, is thinking outside, outside the box. box. Yeah, that's, that's, outside yeah, the box. No problem with that. And it might work with another trade partner. Uh, but Cleveland, they, they don't want – you know, players that, especially guys that are in one-year deals, and yeah, say, you know, they want draft picks. They want guys they can develop in their own system. So, yeah. and Sue Cravens, real quick, he, he's tough because where do you play him? That's the that's the question. Yeah. I, he's more of a linebacker, I guess. Right. But you have to have a plan for him if you're going to draft him. You have right. to use him in a hybrid role. He's a very good football player. I mean, he's always around the action. That's not by accident. He he knows what he's doing out there. But you have to have a, a plan for how you're going to use him. Right. Okay, Kent. Bill in South Dakota. Go ahead. Uh, hey, thanks. If Philly would call up an offer and Wentz was still available, would you take next year's one? I think they have a three. And if they would, would Cox be too much? Okay, say it again what you're so trying to do. Fletcher Philly's Cox. offering us. Oh, wait. okay. You're saying that Wentz is still there, right? Yep. Wentz is on the board and you want Philly's next year's one and their three, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you very much for the call. Appreciate that. So we that. get next year's one and they're third pick their third round pick and they get four yeah yeah so you're dropping to eight you're picking up next year's one and I you're would, getting their third i would totally do that which is i would uh, do it for just the one i was gonna say i think just one just the one yeah would, would you're only talking done. about four spots yeah pick 77 is the one that he's talking about there this would be kind of similar to so you pick eight 34 67 77 Right, and this, and then you get two first round picks next year. You get right. Bring it on. I, this would be similar to what the Bills did to get Sammy Watkins. They traded a future one uh, plus a three, I believe, uh, to get up and, and, and do that trade. So, uh, if the Eagles want a quarterback that badly, want to get in front of San Francisco, Dallas is telling Philly on the phone. Eh, we we got Chip Kelly and Trent Baalke on the phone. They're offering yeah. something. Maybe maybe Philly would do that. But yeah, uh, that would yeah. be. So fascinating because oh, you should be able to do it just for the one. You should be. Right. What so if, if, they, if they kicked if they kicked the, the the third? That would be even better. It would be even more fascinating if Wentz turns out to be something. Got to figure know. out what we're going to get at eight though when we do this. Philly wins the Super Bowl because of a trade they made with the Cowboys. That's what he was talking about earlier. That would be you can't do something that. else. You got to hope that you're on the beach somewhere in uh, <laughs> Puerto Rico when that happens. All right, Ken, who do you got? Fernando in Vegas. Go ahead, Fernando. Hey guys. Hey guys. Uh, so would you take Ramsey and? And Dixon or Elliott and Saving Howard. Thanks. Okay. I'm going with option B. Whatever scenario gets me Ezekiel Elliott is the one that I want. I, <laughs> what he said. I mean, that's – And a beast. I mean, a really – I like Xavier Howard a lot too. So, I mean, I'm getting two – I'm getting a really good player at a position that I really need, cornerback, mm-hmm. and then my favorite player in this draft. Yeah. Sure. See, this is tough because I usually lean towards the better player overall, which would, in my mind, is Ramsey. Because you don't think Dixon, you don't think the Di- you don't think Ramsey's high enough to, right. to, to to notify Dixon on my boards in the '60s or early '70s, something like that. And to me, he's an early third round pick. So for me, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you like Dixon a lot. Though. I'll take number one. There you go. That would be me. So good for you, you go, guys. Ramsey, right, and, you're taking Ramsey and Dixon. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. I got a one and a two. I can't go ahead. All right, last one, Matt in Georgia. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, how's it going, guys? Um, I saw a tweet to uh, Tard Archer suggesting that uh, Zeke could potentially help the defense more than any other pick at four. And he was uh, comparing Murray's uh, 2014 effect by helping the defense stay off the field. But uh, Todd Archer replied suggesting that Romo's presence also helped the defense. So wouldn't you say that somebody like Zeke would help best prolong Romo's career? I think you certainly make that argument. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that, and that is the argument for Zeke. I mean, yeah. you're 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 looking back two years ago with Demarco Murray, what he did for this team, and you think Zeke can come in and provide a similar type of impact, uh, not only 
is Zeke helping your quarterback and your entire offense as a whole? But uh, that creates a ripple effect, which, again, helps your quarterback, helps the defense. So, I, I mean, that, that's why if this team picks Ezekiel Elliott, I don't think they would. But, but if they do, n- zero problem with it. I will have no problem being wrong if they yeah. take Ezekiel Elliott. This is bombastic and, like, kind of over the Brad top. Brad Sham. Somebody, somebody <laughs> said that it might have been – it was Douglas. Douglas said it the other day. I, Zeke is Zeke is to Romo and El. God, I can't even say it. Zeke is Terrell Davis to Romo's Elway is what I'm trying to say. Huh? You bring in a Whoa. young stud, and, and you know, like what Douglas is thinking. Those there. Denver teams that won those Super Bowls didn't win them because John Elway was the end all be all. And if you got Ezekiel Elliott there, Romo doesn't need to be the end all be all either. It was a good comparison, Douglas. I, I liked it a lot. All right. Well, very good. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for the draft show today. I want to thank uh, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producer. I also want to thank uh, Scott and Dave for putting all the little graphics and stuff together for us today and uh, making the show what it is. Uh, when we come back to you next week, will be seven days. Six. Six days. Excuse me. I can't do math. Six days away from actually having the NFL draft uh, going on. Crazy. So for uh, for all my guys here, thanks everybody out there for joining us. Make sure you check out, uh, try and find your issue of Star Magazine. Uh, that will be out. And yeah. make sure you're going out and hitting uh, Dane Brugler's Twitter account and look at his information as well. So for my crew here, we'll see you next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!